Jody should have died, or perhaps it would be better to say that she should have passed on to the afterlife, but she did not. As her life's blood poured out all over the waxy floor, as the biological processes of death were taking hold, killing the mortal shell once and for all, a single word passed into her mind. Joe. The words were like gasoline to the dwindling candle within Jody. Her dying flame ignited into something so radiant that she could not die. The flame was not love, passion, or desire to make amends with her husband. Rather, the all-consuming flame within was rage. Burning hot, fiery rage, a fit of anger so fierce that it could not stay in the woman's body as she died. The flames were too great, the hatred so palpable that it was impossible for Jody to die. And yet, her body was fading. Her cries of agony and fury were trapped in a mouth that could no longer open. This was all his fault. Joe, that scheming bastard of a man, that low-life good-for-nothing layabout, had brought this upon Jody, the man who had entered her life with a joke about their names being so similar the lover who married her and pressed his lips to hers, all the while whispering promises of fidelity. Death was still taking Jody. The fury was there, but the memories were fading as if the hatred was being sifted out of her. Some presence was taking her to where she was meant to be, but Jody did not want to go. Something had grabbed her. A strange and otherworldly force was pulling her spirits upwards and Jody could feel the being's intent. Have no fear, I will take you to a better place, it reassured as it continued to pry Jody from her body. No, no, it was not time yet. Jody couldn't die, she wouldn't die. Not until she had her revenge on the man who promised her everything and had only given nothing. That good for nothing bastard was going to get what he deserved. As the burning thoughts of hatred passed through the woman's mind, a multitude of wispy, translucent hands emerged from the darkness that was surrounding her. Vision had returned in some way, and at once, Jody realized that above was a great light, trying to invite her to move on. Never. She would never forgive him. She would never let that disability check collecting, two-timing bedsore of a man escape from justice. He had to be punished. She had to break free of this pulling force. If Jody did not punish her husband for his sins, he would walk away a free man. Death would take Jody, for that was impossible to escape, but she could not leave until her work was finished. The hands stretched from all angles. The burning red energies glowed so bright that Jody could feel her own soul grow in strength. Around her ears, words manifested mocking words of a once beloved man's fiendish lies. I'll find work as soon as we settle down. I've got five job offers lined up. How exciting is that? I'm still waiting on a call. The last set of words, the excuse her pathetic husband loved to use the most, repeated themselves endlessly. But as Jody struggled to reach the burning fires that would bring her back to the world, she realized these words were not infinite. They were all the times Joe had lied to her on how he loved to rely on Jody's money, on the fruits of her labor. She worked a full-time job in a demanding career, and how did her unemployed so-called companion repay her? 
What had Joe ever done in his life other than lay in bed? There was no gratitude, no love, not even a desire to at least shoulder the burden of house care. As Jody's spirit materialized, her hands were able to stretch out and finally touch the burning hands of hatred that were all reaching out in rescue. The hands were delighted with Jody's choice, and they seized her from all sides, forming a great ethereal chain. Their united strength and kindred hatred were more than adequate to overcome death, and in a great flash, Jody was alive again. Senses returned, the fluorescent lights of the store shining as if suns onto themselves. A woman's body was laying on the floor, her bright red dress now dull and ruined by the blood pooling from her head. Joe! Jody howled, her voice echoing through the entire chocolate shop. And yet, the man and woman who were holding each other, sobbing in fear and sorrow as the morticians prepared to take the body, did not react to the sounds. One of the lights flickered for a few moments, but Jody could do no more. The burning wraith glanced down at her hands. They were too red, ignited from her unyielding urge to destroy the cheater who feigned sadness before the police. How would she do it? How would he suffer? The sound of weeping interrupted Jody's planning. In the blink of an eye, the entire store had changed. The lights were out, the layout was different and much bigger than before. Gone was Jody's body, as well as the blood or any other evidence of her once existing in this place. Memories flashed through her head of those last moments. She had been running, right? Right, running to tell him where he could shove the divorce papers a process server had given her that morning. That coward hadn't even told Jody that he was moving out, but it was all gone. There was only a note. The note, the contents of which were so infuriating that finally the apparition could do something. Red arms manifested once more, emerging from the walls and ceilings, all grasping at objects to entice her for revenge. A chair could easily be smashed against his skull, but that was not enough for the wraith. She could see something so much bigger than a quick death. A table filled with the confectionery delights of all kinds, lifted high into the air, seized by Jody's will. Treats flew everywhere as the vessel of wrath flung itself downwards, smashing an expensive-looking glass display that housed a variety of upscale European chocolates. The sound of the shattering glass, a pulsing frequency shrieking out, and the sensation of ecstasy were washing over her. There was joy in suffering. The infliction of her wrath upon the world only gave Jody boldness to act more. The crashing sound was enough to stop the whimpering. A voice spoke. I think a raccoon must have gotten in somehow. I'll go check it out. Joe. He was behind those doors, and the ravenous hunger within the vengeful spirit grew even stronger. With that intensity came more arms swirling all around her. They all pointed to the metal doors leading to the sound of the sobbing, and now to the footsteps. The door swung open, and Joe walked in, though he was older now. He had put on a few more pounds and was balding, but he was walking just fine. In fact, he even had a bounce in his step. A sweet scent wafted through the air as the wraith contemplated revenge. The smell was bitter, remorseful, and full of guilt. It was a taste beyond intoxicating for a manifestation of pure hatred. The wraith flew across the store, following the scent. 
It had belonged to the woman. Jody passed through the walls of this place, a kitchen for making chocolate, and watched as Diana wept. The spirit of fury could feel a kindred hatred and sense of pain emanating from the woman. How could he do this to me? Diana whispered, the words floating up to Jody, tickling her lips and ears, pulling her a little closer to this woman. Why would he do this now? Diana whimpered and sobbed, breaking down more and more. An idea, great and terrible, came to Jody at once as she watched those tears form small red mists, wafting up to her nostrils to feed her hungry spirit. You don't understand, Joe said, his voice manifesting once more. It was from their last conversation, a few days after Jody had given him an ultimatum to either get a job or get out. This is true love. Diana has a chocolate store of her own, and I've always wanted to run one. That's how we got together in the first place, Jody. She and I are soulmates. Jody instinctively knew she could take hold of Diane's body. Anger within the sobbing woman was crying out to give into dark urges, but the poor wretch was too weak. She needed strength. She needed the fire. A flash of light, a sense of diving downwards, and then... Jody found her lungs desperate for air. She gasped, inhaling for the first time in this body. A mind was there, desperate for answers. So trapped in its own misery, it had no notice of the burning wraith's presence and offered no resistance. Jody could touch, she could taste, and she could feel the heft of the knife as she drew it from its holder. Hey, you're not going to believe this, Joe said as he burst through the kitchen doors. The entire place is... The man trailed off as he tilted his head, staring quizzically at the body of Diana. Are you okay? You're looking at me weird. The red hands were all around Jody's new dwelling place, holding the body up and allowing her to move. Knife behind her back, she merely walked forward, grinning with pleasure. The shock in his eyes would be a delight that she'd bask in for all eternity. Oh, I get it. You're trying to what, intimidate me? Don't make me bring lawyers into this, Diane. Let's be adults here. The air within Jody's body struggled to escape the throat, but the promise of delight at his fear gave her the strength to speak. She shrieked throatily, unable to turn that air into words as most bodies did. With the scream came a horror from within her head. Diana was watching now. A force within tried to take control of the hand wielding the blade, but this flickering sadness was too weak compared to the all-consuming flame possessing the body. Jody raised the knife as she shrieked incoherently, charging at him and diving the blade deep, deep into his shoulder. Blood sprayed from the wound as Jody ripped it back out to prepare for another stab. The lifeblood sparkled like gold, and Jody knew that she must have more, more. Joe stumbled backward onto the ground, screaming and crying like the infant he was. Why? He gasped. The thing inside Diana grew quiet as a joy of all joys radiated through Jody's entire being. She settled deeper into the body and began to feel a greater sense of control. The ecstasy of bloodletting surged through the vengeful wraith as she lurched towards the collapsed, cowering man. Jesus Christ! Diana, what has gotten into you? Joe shouted from his crouched position. His body was becoming tense and something was descending upon him. 
a bloodlust of his own, a desire to survive at all costs. Would he kill the Diana thing? Jody did not know, but her plan, her grand machinations, grew greater with each passing second. Diana's body clutched the knife with both hands and drove it straight down to stab him. The man yelped in fear, then curled into a defensive ball to keep his heart and neck safe. But Jody was not so pedestrian as to end this all in a single knife stroke. Oh no. She stabbed downwards with all of her might, the knife making a sick shirch sound as it plunged into Joe's unprotected calf. Blood sprayed and he cried out in agony and terror. Then, in the blink of an eye, Diana's face was smashed, thrown back a few feet by the blow. Joe had kicked her and was now climbing towards the knife. Jody forced the body to scramble to her feet and watched with delight as Joe limped towards the knife. He grabbed hold of the blood-soaked blade and managed to get to his feet. Stay back! He shakily shouted. I don't want to hurt you! Another lie. She could see and taste his hatred, the desire to kill if pushed just a little further. A thin line of energy connected the two briefly as their eyes met, and at once Joe became aware something beyond the natural world was in his midst. Jody? He whispered in fear as his eyes saw the woman he had betrayed, hidden within the body before him. Fear rose in the man as the possessed body slowly approached. The Diana thing inside was still trying to escape, but so intoxicating was the fear radiating around the wraith that nothing could break her control. She grinned wickedly and licked the blade once more, splitting her tongue wide open in the process. Understanding lit in the man's eyes. Joe turned to run for the door, but it would not open for him. No, no, this can't be real. The cheating little coward cried as he pounded his fists against the door. The body staggered towards the terrified man, but there was a striking change in his demeanor. As she grew closer, he became silent. Eyebrows furrowed and eyes narrowed. Murder was in his heart as he decided to destroy the Diana thing. No, not thing. The Diana woman. The former lover who had been cast aside just as Jody had. Would Joe truly slay an innocent woman so that he may survive? The answer was an unequivocal yes. As Jody lunged to deliver death onto the man, he took the initiative, rushing right into her. The man was larger and stronger than Diana's body, but most importantly, he was faster than the spirit within. The absence of his fear, now that it turned into desperation, had weakened Jody's power over the body. Joe seized her by the neck and pushed forward as hard as he could. As she was driven back, Jody was able to stab a few more times, repeatedly striking his shoulders and drawing fresh blood to fuel her schemes for revenge. They slammed against a large vat of mixing chocolate. Her head smashed hard against the steel container. Jody dropped the knife and began to claw at Joe's face as he tried to restrain her. You slipped, please, you slipped, it was an accident. Her husband shouted as he reluctantly threw Diana's body in the opposite direction of the knife. Jody stumbled backward and allowed Diana's body to ragdoll. She spun around just in time for the right side of her face to meet the edge of the kitchen table. Blood, bone, and tooth went everywhere as Jody allowed the body to crash freely into the countertop, repeatedly slamming her head again and again. What are you doing? Please stop. You're killing her. Joe pleaded. You have to listen to me. You slipped. The cleaners had just waxed the floor. You rushed in so quickly that you cracked your head. Please, Jody, it was no one's fault. It was an accident. More lies. Nothing the man said had been true before, so why would it change now? 
Jody ceased from the self-inflicted injuries and turned the body to face Joe. What used to be Diana's voice shrieked wildly as the wraith rushed the body to finish the job once and for all. Joe had no choice but to grab her as she attempted to strangle him. Though he was strong, Jody's spirit of rage and hatred possessed the power to squeeze his windpipe shut. Iron hands and sharp nails dug into Joe's throat, squeezing so hard that he began to turn red. The pitiful little boy thrashed, punched, and pried, but the fear in his heart was far too great. Jody soaked up the supreme pleasure as he began to die at the hands of his wife through his lover's body. Oh, how delectably depraved. Joe closed his eyes as the vengeful spirit shrieked out in delight at the spectacle of death. She could eat his soul when it was freed. She could devour what made him a person and consume all that he was. But then he would be gone instead of suffering. And where was the fun in that? The man suddenly opened his eyes and thrust his hands forward to seize Diana's body by the throat, choking the life out of her as well. They were locked in a titanic struggle, both of them trying to kill the other faster. What a delight this was to bring so much destruction and horror into his life, but it would not compare for what was ahead. Police! A voice cried out from the storefront. We are responding to a silent alarm. If you are inside the building, identify yourself. Just on time. Jody released her supernatural grip on Joe's neck, but he did not repay her with the same kindness. The man was long gone, replaced only by the animal instinct to kill or be killed. He continued to squeeze, eyes full of rage, hatred, and contempt. The great power that came from such an anger gave the wraith the last bit of energy she needed. The red hands came down once more and seized the man's thumbs, wrenching them away throat no longer restricted. Diana's spirit was compelled to cry out at the top of her lungs. Help! He's killing me! Someone! Please help! The kitchen door slammed open. A voice shouted a single warning to let go or be killed. More voices, shock, horror, and contempt at what the big, strong man had done to Diana's now broken and shattered face. Diana pleaded for release, and so the wraith let go of her. Slipping from the body, Jody had just enough power to let whisper these last words to the man who had never worked an honest day in his life. You lived a life as a good-for-nothing, and now, now you will have nothing to do. Nothing other than to lay about in prison for the rest of your miserable, pathetic life. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy these stories, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and check out some more of my episodes here.